What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, this is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Zane Show podcast. Uh, it is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Okay, uh, so glad that you are here. My goodness. Um, let me just start with this. Uh, fear crept across my heart today because I thought the NFK was dead. That's not pleasant. Not everybody can say, hey, I, I think someone's dead. But I am a, uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of a jump to conclusion uh, animal. By the way, it's 18 degrees out right now. What? Are you serious? It's been very clear. So there's no cloud cover to hold any heat in. That's a bit of a problem. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what was going on, but uh, for the past, you know, year and a half he's gotten up at the same time every day every single day and uh, like to the minute it is like clockwork at about uh, seven o'clock give or take a minute he's up and uh, you know because the day has to start we've got 12 to 13 hours of TV to watch sometimes 14. And uh, he wasn't up. So by 7.02, I'm like, okay, what's up? And, uh, you know, typically when I come downstairs with this army of dogs, and then they all start kind of like, uh, you know, their uh, paws hitting the uh, hard surface of the flooring and their, and their nails scraping across. It, it, it raises a hell of a racket. It's right outside of his door. Uh, Benny's tail is banging against feed me. So yeah, it's basically like knocking on his door. It's like he wakes him up every time. So I go feed the dogs. No NFK. And I'm like, this isn't good. This is, well, it's never happened. I, I'd say it's really rare. I'd say it's just, it's just, this is the first time this has happened. So where does my uh, mind go? He's dead. And um, I'm like, well, uh, 
I got to go in there and um, make sure because I don't want Diana to discover his body. Like that's, that, that's how far along I am in this. And I actually, I'm not kidding you, thought about this. I'm sitting there making my coffee and I go, shit, we never got power of attorney and or a will done for him. Which means this is going to have to go through probate, which is a pain in the ass. Damn it. I've been meaning to do this. Shit. So uh, I go and I'm expecting to walk into his into the room and see him lifeless. And uh, Chris say Chris says, "Well, cl- he's clearly dead." I know that's the way. Well, he's not. I, I walked into the room and he's not moving. I, I open up the door and he's not moving. And I'm like I'm like peering in there, and then all of a sudden. He very violently goes, I go, hey, how are you? He goes, sleeping in. I go, well, yeah, yeah, uh, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, man. I just fucking sleeping in shit. Fuck. I go, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And Jesse writes, and there he was beating his meat. That thought did cross my mind. Aram says, you thought he was dead, so you started making coffee. Well, if he's dead, I want to have the coffee. Yes, you're right. I didn't rush in there. I I mean, it doesn't really matter, really, if he's dead. I know that doesn't make any sense. None None of this makes sense. Come on. Stand by. I got boogers. He's fine. And, uh, you know, he seemed pissed when I woke him up. But he'll get over it. I go, yeah, yeah, just uh, just checking on you, buddy. Normally you're up by now, and uh, just wanted to make sure you were okay. Fine, sleeping in. Okay, okay. I don't know. It might be because it's on my mind. We just had another one of Diane's family members uh, pass away yesterday from COVID, so I guess it's on my brain. The guy's like 44 years old. So yes, the 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 thought went through my head. That our beloved NFK was not with us anymore. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to have to go in there. His face is going to be all pale. Eyes are going to be open. (sighs) Not so. I didn't even tell Diana about this. I was too embarrassed. I'll probably tell her a little later on, but she was still sleeping too. So that's kind of how the day started for me. This show, each and every day, the live stream happens on Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Follow on Twitch, please. Every day, we're getting a few more. I mean, it's like down to a trickle. That's okay. I got a goal of 300 followers by the end of the year on Twitch. I know it doesn't sound like much, but you know, you got to you got to start somewhere. So, if you listen to the audio podcast, do your old pal Eric Zane a favor. Very quickly, go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live, all one word. Again, that's twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live, and click the follow button. Even if you're not going to watch it live, you following me is important. So thank you for that in advance. If, you have, if you've already done that, thank you as well. Um, 
Dear Meathead happens tomorrow on the show. Brought to you by JM Synthetics. I'll need some questions for Dad. Always a good time. Um, the day before Thanksgiving, Dear Meathead, in what will be, I mean, what has now been years and years and years. i tell you what is the trip is listening back because on the Lost Zane recordings, we are just into the month of October of 2016, which is, oh God, about five, six months into my tenure at BVL back then of the two years and eight months that I was there. And we just started doing Dear Meathead every week. We just started that. Um, so it's a, it's a trip to hear my dad. He's, he's different now in how he approaches it. I think he's more thoughtful now. Back then, I think he was actually trying to be a dumbass. So there you go. Send your questions along on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Stripe the parking lot with Shoreliners striping. Okay. Speaking of the NFK, um, yesterday, you know, I, as I've talked about before, uh, I take care of my brother-in-law in terms of, uh, you know, uh, medical stuff and financial stuff and uh, his well-being. I'm kind of like uh, the one for that insurance. Like, in fact, I, I just called, uh, I just had Frank the Tank Fuss redo his uh, Medicare, which I talked to you about. But um, so yesterday I had... Um, well, about a week ago, I scheduled for him and I to get flu shots. So we go together. We're like buddies, you know? So uh, yesterday was the day for that. I go, okay, buddy, let's go. We hop in the truck. And uh, we walk, we're walking in there. And then it dawns on me. As I'm with the nurse who's going to give us our flu shots. I go, hey. Because uh, I just heard a news story that it's okay to get the COVID shot, the booster, and the flu shot at the same time. I go, so do, is it possible that we can do that right now? And she pauses. And she goes, actually, it's totally possible. In fact, yes, we can do that. I go, well, yeah, we, we like that. And Kevin goes, yeah, shit, fuck, fuck, yeah, shit. He didn't really say that. Uh, but uh, so we sit down and uh, she goes, you need to fill out a consent form for the Pfizer. I go, All right, great. You know. Because basically, we can't sue anybody. So, uh, this will be music to the ears of some of you knuckle-draggers. Uh, if in the event um, our dicks fall off and our brains turn to mush because of this vaccine, uh, we agreed to it and we can't sue anybody. So Now, for some of you stupid fucks, that's still me. Uh, uh, that's a red flag! That's it! I am not going to get this! We signed it. Signed away our rights. We don't care. Everything's fine. Shut up. And uh, we get the thing. Left arm is COVID. Right arm flu. Both arms sore now. No biggie. All right. Feeling good about that. In fact, I went and worked out. The arm was sore after we got done. But uh, I went over to the YMCA for another uh, serious workout. Now, a team knuckle dragger now has three members. You got Brian, the quiet one. He's like the John Entwistle of team knuckle dragger. You've got the big mouth, which is uh, 
Andy, who's the dad, he is, the dude is so jacked. Oh, my God. Brian and Andy are just walls of muscle on Team Knuckle Dragon. These are the jackasses who shoot video of me working out and make fun of me. And uh, then they have their uh, Andy's son, Parker, who is, you know, he's a young dude. I don't even think he's, he's, may, he's maybe 20. He's, he's, you know, still a kid basically. And he works out with these two assholes. He wants to be as big and strong as them, but he still has to grow into his body. You know, he's one of these late bloomers. So I fully expect him after a, uh, a healthy dose of uh, uh, steroids and testosterone that these pieces of shit eat on a regular, uh, on a regular basis that uh, Parker will be, uh, uh, you know, looking like the fucking incredible Hulk as well. So, so now Parker is, a, and sometimes he's in the audience here um, on, on Twitch. And uh, I, I'm on the treadmill walking. I'm just doing what I do, which is nothing. And I'm, I'm just walking along. And he comes up and runs onto the treadmill and starts, like, walking next to me, like, insulting me because I'm walking on the treadmill. Like, get the fuck out of here, you punk. So whatever. Now, um... You know, I eventually got up to running pace. I actually got a couple of miles in. I got uh, uh, down to about 840 a mile, taking it easy. Again, I am easing my way into this. I talked to you about this. I'm adding a minute of running time every single day that I run, uh, which takes me a little bit faster. All right, I'm up to 27 minutes of running, walking and running. About the first 10 minutes of it is walking, and then I run. Jog run. It's not fast. This is not a big deal, okay? I am starting from scratch. I talked to you about this. Then I got to go and bench press. And I love bench pressing. It's one of the highlights of my week. Okay. And uh, I am pretty damn proud of this because I started with the 25 pound plates on either side. Okay. Now that's pathetic. That is still pathetic. That means I'm starting at um, 95 pounds for my first set. Now, I am right next to these three fuckheads. And um, Andy is chirping away. He goes, you're way stronger than that. I go, yeah, I, I know. But I, I, I want to do it this way. Yeah, you should put more weight on. I'm like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And then he continues to, to chirp and make smart-ass comments. And... uh. So I do a set of 15, and then I put a little two-and-a-half-pounder on each side. So now I'm at 100 pounds. I do that 12 times. So I keep going up and up. I did seven sets, and I got up to uh, like 125 pounds, and then I did an extra set of, of two reps at 130. So that's, that's big for me. 130 pounds for me is like really hard. And I'm like, one, two, ah. And just before that, he goes, you should put a big wheel on there. A big wheel is the big plates of 45 pounders. And I'm, I'm not quite there yet. And I'm like, well, I, I go, no. I, I go, I'm not, I don't, I, leave me alone. I go, do I tell you uh, how to cut your hair? Do I, do I walk up to you and say, hey, your, your haircut looks stupid. Do it my way. No, I don't. And then you go ahead and you cut it. And you look like a dumb shit. So, all right, there you go. And he's just looking at me. Like, uh, uh. I'm like, shut the fuck up. People in the gym are, are, are looking at us like we're getting ready to kill each other. So, all right. 
these jackasses again trying to tell me what the hell to do. And I'm like, no, are you are you one of these people that uh, you just can't leave it alone? You just got to you got to go up and impose your will upon people. I mean, how can you possibly live like that? You everybody in the gym there is making stupid mistakes. OK, are you going to walk around and sit there and go up to everyone and say, hey, yeah, here, uh, lady, you're doing this wrong. Do it like me. And then you go to the old man in the corner who's just trying to live another day. Oh, yeah, you're doing this all fucked up here. Let me show you. Now, shut up. Fuck. Aram says, tell him you're going for tone, not muscle. I don't even know what I'm going for. I don't really give a shit to me. Being in the gym, lifting weights is better than uh, uh, what I was doing, which is nothing. Patriot Nick sounds uh, says, it sounds like they're trying to motivate your fat ass. No, nah, no, no, no. These are, no, that's not true at all. These guys are, are uh, know it. Well, uh, uh, Andy, he's a fucking know it all trying to impose his will upon me. I know what the fuck you realize I've got a tattoo on my arm. That says, I am Mr. 10. I know exactly what I'm doing. Okay? I'm not just some fucking guy off the street. But I don't want to sit there and say, hey, guess what? Uh, look it, I'm Mr. 10. I know what I'm doing. I don't want to waste my time with that bullshit. I'll just uh, let these guys figure it out that I'm better than them in every aspect of life. I'm getting there. I'm getting there again. I was bench pressing like 65 pounds when I started this. I am drastically improving. It won't be long until I'm bench pressing 200 pounds. Dennis says, show him the Mr. 10 video if he doesn't believe you. No, I don't want to do that. I do not want to do that. All right. Kid Rock has a new song. Okay. Now... I have enjoyed nearly everything Kid Rock has made. I was late to the party. I didn't start liking Kid Rock until um, the album uh, Rock and Roll Jesus. Great, great album. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, you got a guy from Michigan, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to talk to him twice. I talked to him in 1998 when... uh, Devil Without a Cause came out and uh, took the world by store. I think it sold like 10 million copies or something like that. Incredible. Uh, and so I was working at a station in Detroit at the time. So it was a huge deal for a local guy. But I didn't really uh, care for his music then. It wasn't until Rock and Roll Jesus, the one with All Summer Long. It was 1989. My thoughts were short. My hair was long. Caught somewhere between a boy and man. She was 17 and she was far from in between. It was summertime in northern Michigan. With that uh, mashup of uh, Warren Zevon and Leonard Skinnerd, Twisted Brown Trucker. Oh, my God. And I was, well, hell, on the radio, I was all about it. And those guys on the, on the radio show used to make fun of me and call me you're a stupid ass what the fuck is wrong with you all this kid rock shit i had a belt buckle of a of a, of a steers skull because kid rock had one. Oh my god i went to vegas to see him on new year's eve with the queen of the forest holy shit um in fact i remember walking to the casino and the band twisted brown trucker was 
in the casino uh, playing blackjack and shit like that. So I remember like uh, uh, getting pictures with those guys, not not uh, Kid Rock or anything like that. I, in fact, I had I uh, made a friend, um, Kevin Zink, who runs the machine shop in Flint, Michigan. And uh, he grew up with with Kid Rock and um, there was a, uh, a special show at the machine shop. Kid Rock at the machine shop. Now, this is a small place that holds, you know, a few hundred people. And he goes, hey, dude, you want to go to this show? And I go, oh, my God, yes, fucking A. So I'm like at the small club. This is at the height of his popularity. Seeing Kid Rock and Twisted Brown Trucker. It was just awesome. So, okay, sweet. Now, um, as years have gone on, I don't know. I still like, I've still liked his music, but something about him getting shit faced, hanging out at his bar in Nashville, just blathering uncontrollably like an idiot, making no sense and just a little bit icky. I didn't care for that too much. Um, Now he's gone off the deep end because he's, he's got a song out and it might as well just be called fuck you or go fuck yourself because it's like this anthem. The song is called don't tell me how to live. No, I don't think anybody is. I don't think in this day and age, anybody even gives a shit. If anybody does tell someone how to live and if you do, you just ignore them, you know, just like when I tell you dumbasses who don't get vaccinated to go, to go get vaccinated you just look at me and you shrug and you say, ah, fuck you. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm not going to do that. Kid Rock. This is what's happened. Okay, for years, I thought he's been a terrific songwriter. But um, you you take uh, politics, Joe Biden, Trump losing, him not believing Trump lost, COVID, masks, vaccination, and this is what you get. You get this song called Don't Tell Me How to Live. Now, I know that the song is an anthem um, for obvious reasons about what I just talked about. And I go, well, all right, before I judge this shit, I got to listen to it. Because I like Kid Rock. I've always liked Kid Rock uh, since I, well, since uh, since that album. And then, in fact, after I uh, heard Rock and Roll Jesus, I went back and bought all of his old shit and it, I've had no problem, man. I just, it's just been, uh, I, I could name pretty much every song and every album. So I go, well, I got to listen to it. I can't, uh, I can't just sit there and, and say he's a fucking idiot and, and just, uh, without having listened to it. Now I wish I could play it for you here, but I get a Twitch ticket. You can't really play copywritten material on Twitch or, or any platform. Really. You're not supposed to. So uh, I don't want to have to deal with that, but, um, um, you know what I'll do? I'll link this up for you. You can check it out on your own. It's it's embedded in this uh, in this Yahoo News article. You can check it out on your own. You don't have to do it now. It just sucks. It just is a horrible, horrible fucking song. I mean, even if it it was uh, it's all it's all just him saying "fuck you," "fuck this," "fuck your mother." It would be better. His whole album, if he comes out with an album. It should be titled uh, Song 1, Suck My Dick. Uh, Song 2, Go Fuck Yourself. 3, Don't Tell Me How to Live. 4, Go Fuck Your Mother. Uh, 5, you know, shit like that. 
Um, in this article, they describe it as he's giving snowflakes the finger. He doesn't like snowflakes. You know, let me just say this. I think we're all snowflakes. Every single person is a snowflake. To me, a snowflake is somebody who lets something get under their skin. And I'm that. I mean, if somebody says something nasty about me, I have a horrible habit of getting of, of showing weakness by getting butt hurt and offended. That, to me, is a snowflake. Anybody who takes someone's words and gets offended by them or, or you know, it wrecks their day. That is a sign of weakness. I just heard an interview. Uh, Darren McCarty, one of my favorite people on the whole planet, was talking about Detroit Lions football offensive lineman Taylor Decker, who is butthurt because people are writing shit about him in the press because of his injury to his finger. And Decker's like, they're, they're like, they were questioning whether or not how, how hurt he is. And he, he took great offense to that, the football player. And McCarty's like, yeah, shut the fuck up and quit showing weakness. Back on the Red Wings, back in the day when we were winning four Stanley Cups, nobody ever, people wrote bad shit about us every single day. Nobody said a word. You show that you're weak when you do that. And he's right. He's right. That is that is the thing to live by. I would like to be able to adopt that. I can't say that I will. Because if anybody says anything bad about me, boy, I get ruined. I am, hey, guilty as charged. So uh, if you call anybody a snowflake, you are a snowflake. You are a pussy. So let's just start with that. So... Rock uh, is doing just that in the song, um, decrying political uh, correctness, fake news and views and offended millennials. Yeah, you got to go beyond the millennials because it's the Gen Z who you want to worry about now. Fuck the millennials. The millennials are tough as nails compared to the Gen Z. Um, Let me go over the lyrics of don't tell me how to live. By Kid Rock, featuring Monster Truck, which is, uh, he partnered with those guys. And um, side note, Danko Jones, one of my favorite artists, he is pissed off that Monster Truck would, in his opinion, uh, ruin everything about them by partnering with Kid Rock. So there's a huge beef going on now between Danko and Monster Truck. Most of you have not heard of Danko. But Danko Jones, fucking great band. Headed by Danko, Canadian rocker. Kid Rock in the uh, lyrics starts out, fuck all you hoes. That's, I mean, come on. Kid, uh, Kid Rock or Bob Ritchie, um, he had gone from being that type of artist, fuck all you hoes artist when he was very young to, you know, a little bit more thoughtful as he got older and, and writing um, some pretty, terrific lyrics about a lot of topics as he aged. And now he's, he's 50 or 51 now, or he'll be 51 in January. Um, yeah, believe it or not. I, I know what the uh, month he was born. That's how much of a fan I was. So this 51 year old man writing quote, fuck all you hoes Detroit till I die. Motherfucker talking all that bullshit. Ain't nobody going to tell me how to live. God, fucking eye roll. Embarrassing. Uh, That's how he intros it. Verse one, I'm a moonshine sipper, straight slipping in the darkness. 
far from heartless. I'm more like the sharpest tool in the shed. No, I've never been the smartest, but make no mistake, I hit the fucking hardest. And then, of course, he brings back this. He, he does this all the time, brings back devil without a cause. Devil without a cause, you heard me scream it. And 20 years later, bitch, I still fucking mean it. Bucka bucka, you ain't never met a motherfucker like this. Kiss my ass, then you can suck a dick sideways, which I don't understand. He said that about uh, Oprah Winfrey or Joy Behar or something like You can suck a dick sideways. Yeah. Suck a dick sideways, my way or the highway. Listen up. Ain't nothing changed here. I still don't give a fuck. So what the fuck's up with all the backlash? You snowflakes. Here's a new a news flash. And the uh, monster truck sings an interlude, which is ain't nobody going to tell me how to live. Verse two. Years ago, we thought it was a joke. See that every kid got a motherfucking trophy. But yo, homie, here's the situation. A nation of pussies is our next generation. Well, all right. You might want to. It's okay. You can point that out, but they're probably going to be wiping your ass at some point. And these minions and their agendas, every opinion has a millennial offended. That doesn't really rhyme. And these minions and their agendas, every opinion has a, a millennial offended. This is a 51-year-old man yelling, get off my lawn. That's what this is. Okay trying to hang on to some type of relevancy. And so he's going all in, all chips in, into this dwindling batch of people who would be like, yeah, you know, that's what he's doing here. Kid Rock, if you went to a Kid Rock show back in 2008, 2009, 2010, soccer moms, they loved him. Soccer moms and uh, shit kickers from Taylor, Michigan. Uh, now it's just shit kickers from Taylor, Michigan and Kalkaska, Michigan. That's it. Um, let's see. Every opinion, every opinion has a millennial offended, but this amendment one, it rings true. And if you don't dissent bitch, then see number two, see what he's saying. Second amendment, bang, bang, boom, you're dead. <laughs> Ain't nothing new. Now let's, let's pause this. Again, this is coming from someone, me. I have every single release of his on CD. I have shit that's like hard to get. Okay. I could sing the lyrics to any song of his. Uh, I voted for Trump, which I do think was a mistake. I carry a pistol concealed. And I drive an 03 Chevy pickup. That's me. And I think he's a fucking asshole. All right. Ain't nothing new. Right church, wrong pew. Get a clue, a crew, your fake news and views. This is embarrassing. The fact that he wrote it, if he would have put it away and then came back the next day and went, oh, shit, I, gotta, I should go back to writing country songs that are fun with Zach Brown. Instead, he's writing this garbage. Uh, get a clue, a crew. Your fake news and views can all get the bottom of my motherfucking shoe. I'm the last of the few still screaming, fuck you. 
Monster Truck does a stupid hook again. Verse 3. You'll never tell me shit. You'll never flip my script. Because I'm more outrageous than the Vegas Strip. You're like Mayberry, bitch. I'm hard and crisp. <laughs> High-risk hillbilly, but I'm filthy rich. Ugh. Ick. Gross. You're like Millie Vanilli. Yeah, because everybody is busting out Millie Vanilli references, you animal. You're like Millie Vanilli, kind of silly and shit. I'm like Shotgun Willie, smoking fillies and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like Reverend Run or David Lee Roth. Like Springsteen, bitch. I'm the motherfucking boss. Springsteen's like... Could you please not put me in your song? No. Now I got to write a song about you. I'm the farthest thing from you. Don't put me in your fucking song, Kid Rock. No, no, no. James Dean shit. Boy, he's such a name dropper. James Dean shit. I'm more like Brad Pitt. A little less pretty, but I slang more dick. Wait a minute. I got a 51-year-old man saying he slangs more dick. What the fuck? I twang more riffs. I slide through grass. I rip more lines than a 10-pound bass. So does that that's a cocaine reference, right? All right. Pass the mic. I'm like slow gin fizz. It ain't nobody. It ain't nobody. Ain't nobody going to tell me how to live. Boy, he's the, there's a lot of I'm like this. All the things he is like. Okay. Moonshine sipper. Uh, sharpest tool in the shed. Devil without a cause. A motherfucker. You can suck his dick sideways. Mm. Let's see. Talking about the trophies. He's the last of the few still screaming, fuck you. Mm. You're like Mayberry bitch. He's hard and crisp. So he's like a, an apple. He's a high risk hillbilly. And Filthy Rich. You are Millie Vanilli. He's Shotgun Willie. He's Reverend Run or David Lee Roth. And Springsteen. And Brad Pitt. But can slang more dick. He twangs more riffs. Slides through the grass. He rips more lines than a 10-pound bass. And he's like slow gin fist. There you go. We have broken down the new Kid Rock song, Don't Tell Me How to Live. All right. Congratulations on the new release. Woo-wee! I can't wait to see more of this. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. I am not the guy to go, that's it. I'm never listening to him again. Fuck that shit. I love Kid Rock. I don't take this shit seriously. He's a fucking hillbilly. 
a really rich hillbilly. Doesn't doesn't mean shit. Dumbass song. I don't like it. But I love all the other ones. So I'll leave it right there. How's that? That's because I'm slow gin fizz and I'm like Brad Pitt and I'm slanging dick. Suck my dick sideways, talking all that bullshit. Ah, I'm like Springsteen. Uh, like, you know, Clapton and Van Morrison, those two pieces of shit, all, all they're trying to do is spew anti-vax shit these days. I'm still going to kick uh, a fucking Eric Clapton Slohan album from uh, beginning to end. Lay Down Sally, The Core. Great songs. I don't give a shit. Van Morrison, I'm still going to bust out uh, a fucking moon dance with the mood flute going. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with an anti-vaxxer song. So there you go. I'm not the type to just, oh, fuck it. I, I, I now denounce you, Kid Rock. I now denounce you, Van Morrison and Eric Clapton. Nah, fuck that shit. I don't give a shit. Suck my dick sideways. I'm Brad Pitt. I'm a moonshine sipper. Straight slipping in the darkness. Bucka bucka. You ain't never met a motherfucker like this. Kiss my ass. <laughs> what a stupid fucking song. Oh, Blue Money. That's another great Van Morrison song. Um, from, uh, what's the one from the dark side of the street to the bright side of the road, bright side of the road. Great song. Great, great song. Hang on. All right. Dennis says, sounds like he's come full circle. Never did like that guy. Oh, come on. Duchess says he's a slob. Uh, let's see. Why would Kenny say must be a slow news day? What's his problem? Something he doesn't like? That, 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 that's Kenny speak for move on. Uh, I, I, I would like you to talk about something that interests me, I think. Acapella is not your thing. Are you crazy? I, I've got it down, man. I have it down. So that is uh, that is a little embarrassing, to say the least. Kid Rock's new song. Okay, plenty more where that came from on this show today, which I would like you on social media, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. To follow me on Facebook, please follow me right there. I'm on Twitter as well. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Steadily going down for six years. And the almighty YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. Just search Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. It's brought to you by my policy shop insurance. The one and only Frank Fuss. Bringing that to you. Stand by. I need a drink. Just been pounding the water lately. Oh, my God. They say that's key. Drink a lot of water. Drink a lot of water. Uh, just saw a great story about some guy locally who donated a kidney. Where is that? Oh, man, it's fantastic. This guy. 
I tried to get the audio to play, but excuse me, um, the thing wasn't uh, wasn't working well. Tarantula Farmer sent this along. I can relate to this because this young man, 25 years old, this is this is probably one of the most altruistic things in the world. Jacob Van Van Single. Um, this uh, when I was struck to give away a kidney, it was because it was during the time when I uh, a year and a half ago when I encountered Jeffrey in May of uh, 2020. And I was like, hey, I think I want to help him. This guy, though, different, uh, much further in terms of um, the whole tapping you on the shoulder, Holy Spirit overcoming you to do something fantastic. This is, this is uh, what I did on steroids, what this guy did. Stand by. Oh, I'm having a terrible time. It's catching up with me. I feel good. I just, everything's kind of uh, uh, acting up inside of me. Jacob Van Single was driving around Zeeland, Michigan. This dude sees a bumper sticker on someone's car uh, encouraging kidney donation. It says, share your spare, encouraging others to donate their spare kidney. And then that's it. That's all it said. About a week goes by, and he's still thinking about it. That's the tap on the shoulder. I posted a video the other day about something similar to this on Facebook, and I wrote, be careful, you might get struck. You'll know it when it happens. You will feel an unbelievable sense of calm and warmth, and you will know there will be no doubt that you will have success in doing this. None whatsoever. It's up to the person to act upon it or dismiss it. But if you feel that that's that's it, that's the feeling, and you know it's going to work out, everything's going to work out perfectly, that's what happened to this guy. And so what he did, though, was he gave it away blind. I mean, like they didn't take out his eyes, but they they gave it away and it just went to a person. He doesn't know who it went to. And it was sent to UCLA where here, where where I gave away mine Uh, there. There was someone in their program, the same program. In fact, wouldn't surprise me if the people that were involved in my surgery were involved in this surgery. Dr. Grish, who heads a kidney transplant team. At uh, in at uh, UCLA, this guy was just driving around. He sees the bumper sticker, and uh, he he's he said he 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 knew right away. Oh my God! After like a week, um, he was like, "That's it, I'm doing it." And then um, uh, the sir, it's called a non-directed living kidney donor procedure. Complete stranger. Now, after six months, he can find out who it is. I'm like, well, why? I wonder why they do that. Um, I guess make sure that the person's okay. Um, as so they don't, you know, I have no idea, but, um, so that's, that's going to happen. The person to receive this guy's kidney matched to only 0.02% of the population. And, um, the transplant surgeon locally says that, uh, random organ donations 
were fairly uncommon until recently. For some reason, it's picked up. It wasn't uncommon. It wasn't common maybe ten to fifteen years ago. And when people first started to express interest in doing that, we kind of raised our eyebrows and said, "Okay, are these people, you know, in the right in the right mind to do something like that?" And what he means by that is, um, if someone's crazy. So, in order to make sure that they do a thorough, like, uh, psychological uh, workup, I mean, because I remember I had to sit down in front of these counselors, grilling me about my well-being to make sure I'm not crazy, and. Uh, Okay, tell me about your life. And so I'm sitting there in front of all these big brain psychiatrists and counselors, and they're just looking at me. And I'm like, well, you know, and I, I tell them my life story. And they go, are you religious? I go, well, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, and then I explain my church and uh, things like that. And then I'll explain like my family set up. And then um, even something as like uh, uh, the divorce of my parents. They're, they're asking me about that. They, they want to see if there's something fucked up about me. And I guess there wasn't because I, it ended up working out. But that's, that's what they're, they're getting at there. They want to make sure you're not crazy. Because it sounds crazy, you know, um, if you want to uh, give away some. I realize that. And that was always my goal um, post-surgery about this is not a big fucking deal for the person giving it away. The person who gets it, it's a huge deal. It saves their life. Holy fuck. But dude, I forget about it. I have people that come up to me and say, hey, hey, how you doing? And they they say it like that. I'm like, fine. Why? Well, the kidney. I go, oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> Outside of the incision and the first handful of days after, who gives it now? It's fine. It's It's not an issue whatsoever. Um, so this guy, hearing this guy talk, I'm like, shit, that's the same way I felt. I've really felt at peace about it. I'm hoping that it's a good omen for the operation. Um, this guy said before the operation on uh, Monday night, uh, he said over zoom on Monday night, I feel super blessed to be a small piece of something way bigger than myself. Luckily for all involved, the surgery was a success. His kidney was removed, flown to UCLA, went to Westwood where it was placed in the recipient's body. They don't just throw the loose kidney in the mail. The physician explained as a courier service, and they actually get sent in on commercial airlines. Um, as Van Single said in the hospital bed, recovering from the surgery, he recorded a series of short video diaries. I slept in short spurts last night. He said in a video he recorded the day after his surgery, overall the pain is like level three or four, not me, nine or ten. It's okay when I'm just sitting here, but every time I get up, it's it's still got some pain. Oh, fuck, man. Well, I was an idiot, though. When they took the kidney out, I wake up, and then my eye hurts. And I'm like, what happened? And so I think when I was just coming out of sedation, I don't remember doing it, but I, I rubbed my eye and scratched my cornea. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I wake up, and then... <coughs> Excuse me. The nurse's name is Peter. I don't remember this, but Diana said uh, she's right next to me. She she had been gone for hours. The doc calls her up and says, "Come back. He's coming out of uh, out of sedation." And so I wake up and I see her with I got, I open up one eye, look at her. I go, "Hey, how's it going?" And then with the other eye, it's closed. I'm like Popeye, and I go, "Peter, Peter, my eye hurts." He thinks I'm crazy. He goes, "Yeah, it's just sed the sedation. Your eye doesn't hurt." And I'm like, "No, motherfucker! I swear to God, my eye hurts." Uh, 
okay, well, we'll go get some eye drops. He never got anything. That's what nurses do. They just go, ah, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, I'll be right back. And then they don't, they don't do anything. So my eye is killing me. What the fuck is going on with this eye? And then um, the, the, the pain was ridiculous. And so a couple hours later, Grish, the surgeon, comes in. He goes, how you feeling? I go, terrible. And I actually said, I think, I, I think it's a very real possibility, and I wasn't even joking, that you left an instrument inside of me. He goes, um, no, I didn't do that. How are you handling the pain medicine? Are you having any nausea? And I said, what pain medicine? He goes, what medicines are you taking? I said, Tylenol. He goes, no, you're supposed to have two narcotics in you right now. You should have had them in hours ago. Oh, no one gave you those? I go, no. He goes, you didn't ask for them. I go, no. He goes, well, he starts pushing the button. You know, Peter comes in. Yeah. No eye medicine. He has no narcotics in him. So then they, they, they inject some, uh, something in me i don't know into the iv and then they give me pills i got two right away the pain is like like 10 minutes later i'm like fine i'm like are you telling me for the past two three hours i've been sitting here i uh, feel like the fucking guy in alien when the thing's about to jump out of his chest or whatever what the fuck is going on here anyway worked out it was fine but that that moment i'm not gonna lie to you without any medicine in me um I was like, this is a terrible decision on my part. I have fucked up. I'm going to die. And then, I'm not kidding you, the phone keeps ringing. And um, I'm like, who the fuck is that? It's the the, the house hospital telephone. Like, who the fuck is calling me? I reach over, I pick him up. Hello. And it's Jeffrey. He goes, hey, man, I'm peeing. I'm peeing, man. You saved my life. Like, fuck you. Click. Shit. He keeps calling. What'd you hang up for, man? What's going on? I'm like, dude, it's it's I'm happy for you. I gotta go. Oh, shit. Oh my god. All right. So this is uh this is a great story. This dude, Van Single, giving that uh, kidney away. Jacob Van Single, 25-year-old, complete stranger. Are you kidding me? Well done. Well done, Jacob. We heard from UCLA. The hospital said that uh, the kidney was successfully transferred to the recipient. And they are responding well, according to another one of Jacob's videos. He's back at home. Another week and a half of recovery time. Then he's going to go back to his job at Steelcase. I was looking at his uh, scar. They went um, vertical on the uh, on the removal on the scar. I'm like, who the who's the fucking idiot that did that job? My guy went way low into the pubic region, like just like a C-section. You can't even see it. All right, pretty cool, pretty cool story, if I do say so. Well done, and by gift of life, Michigan. Um, they will be back on starting in January of the Eric St. Show podcast. You haven't, you haven't heard from gift of life, Michigan still working with them, but they, uh, put their, uh, 
me being the ambassador for them, talking about them on the podcast on hold until uh, the start of 2022. Good things coming with Gift of Life Michigan. Always great to have them uh, in the fold. All right. This show is not done. Uh, There's plenty more to talk about. And then I have the Patreon. If you like what I'm doing here on the show and you would like to support the show even further and get more content, consider the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I do an additional podcast every single day on the Patreon. Not to mention, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. That happens today at about 10.30. And then we have, of course, uh, the Lost Zane recordings, the Insane Asylum, and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. God bless TC Paintball, man. We had a great time there. Our last paintball war, tcpaintballgr.com. Great group of folks over there. If you want to schedule that party or sign up for the Little League, let's focus on the Little League. Tomorrow is Little League play. Go to tcpaintballgr.com and get all the details. If you've got a young person in your house who doesn't really get out too much, maybe doesn't like participating in sports, likes the video game, excuse me, the video games may be a little too much. Get them out to TC Paintball and introduce them. With the Little League, you're using the low-impact machinery. There's no pain involved. Uh, You know, you you sign up and you use the uh, high-velocity paintball gun. Yeah, there's a little sting every time you take one, but no big deal. But with the Little League, the low-impact ones, so that they can get used to gameplay and get used to how fun it is, as they kind of work their way through it. You know, younger kids might not uh, be too happy with uh, the stinging sensation of a uh, fast-flying paintball. So go and check it out for the uh, Little League. It's a great birthday party for the kids. Neighborhood kids, get them together. TCPaintballGR.com, longtime sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast. As is, the Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search... E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible keyless entry no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters one second unlocking with get this ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be it's fingerprint recognition on this thing you gotta try this out search eufy video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock 
full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, interest rates are still historically low. Consider the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. No matter where you are in the U.S., at least call and see what they can do for you. Uh, the exceptions of where you can get this done are South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. But anywhere in the U.S. otherwise, call up Mario, 231-332-6505. And uh, ask about uh, a mortgage, okay? And do mention my name, please. Thank you very much uh, to my friends at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Stand by. Oh, my God. Hang on. Oh, my God. Just having a terrible time, as usual. Stand by. I got to get a drink now. I hope you can put up with me. Uh, After the show, I'm going to uh, raid another show on Twitch. I'm going to hit a button and then send you to another show. Uh, The first time I did this Friday, it was a foreign language show. And then yesterday... Same thing. So uh, it's culture. I'm exposing you to different culture. Now, that's not how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to send you to shows that you might like. But I haven't researched any good shows, so I have no idea. I'm just blindly sending you to other shows. The goal is to have them, when their show is done, eventually return the favor so that I can be exposed to more people. But I don't think I'm doing it right with my latest efforts. Okay, yesterday on the show, I told you the story of Jeff Kresnick. Uh, Jeff owns an uh, asphalt company in West Michigan called Superior Asphalt. He advertises his business on a radio station that I work for, Big 101.3, specifically the Lions broadcast coverage. So when the Lions game is on, what you'll hear is um, the Lions announcers, Lomas Brown and, uh, and, and Dan Miller will, will say, all right, uh, Lions trail 30 to nothing after six minutes of play. Uh, we'll be back with more play-by-play action after this message from our local sponsors on the Detroit Lions football network. And then on, you know, all the local stations play the ads. So all across Michigan, you know, whatever, in different cities, you'll hear the uh, local advertisements. And then on Big 101.3, you'll hear, Hey, everybody, this is Jeff Krasnick from Superior Asphalt. Lions are going to have another miserable season because they suck. Uh, we're not miserable. We do a great job. It's superior asphalt. So he basically bashes the lions and then it goes back to the broadcast, which is 
Hilarious. I love that so much. Uh, I remember when um, I, uh, I first heard it, I cringed. So I went, ooh, no. Ugh, boy, I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, so the Lions finally, after a year and a half, found out about this. And apparently shit kind of rolled downhill uh, between the Lions to the radio station to Jeff from Superior Asphalt, who I'm going to bring in right now. I tried getting him on yesterday. It was unsuccessful. I'm sorry. The person you were trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Please try your call again. Well, that's unfortunate. I told Jeff I was going to call him at 9. Hold on a second. I talked to him. Hey, call me back, period. I'm ready to put you on the podcast. John Jamingo weighs in on the live stream about me sending audience members to Spanish-speaking and Italian-speaking podcast. What the f- heck? How can you enjoy it if you, can, if you can't understand it? Yeah, it's a joke, stupid. I know that. God, what, what, you know what sucks? Having to, having to explain things to people like you, how, how is it that you don't get this? It, it's, it's easy to understand why you're an anti-vaxxer. Do I have to do a Venn diagram to explain shit to you, John? Are you that, are you that simple? God, ladies and gentlemen, the Canadian Twitch guru, number one, is in the house. The one and only Don Collins. He says it's too bad sports team owners are such pussies. If they suck, they suck. Fix it or take the wrath of clients and fans. If the clients are paying the money to advertise, too bad. Exactly. Uh, this one says if you have to explain it, it's not funny. No, if I have to explain it, that means you're stupid and don't get it, you dumbass. All right. Jeff, one more try, buddy. Okay, so Jeff fucks it all up. Call me back, dumbass. All right. Thank you to Don for being uh, being here. Uh, welcome back, buddy. Hope things are going good in your world. Uh, an update. I have my emotes and my badges done. I will be meeting with Canadian Twitch guru number two, Sean, maybe tomorrow. If not, we'll push it to next week because we got Thanksgiving. All right. Um, so we're working on that. Hey, Don, remind Eric he's supposed to be nice to viewers. Yeah, right. What? Are you crazy? That is not my that is not my job. Come on. I'm supposed to bust balls. That's what I'm here for. Okay. No worries. We'll move on. Update on Waukesha. Uh this week's terrible story of uh the entire week. And we got it early in the week. My god. I still don't know what the hell is up with the scumbag and why uh, he was motivated to take off like a bat out of hell and plow through the dancing grannies. 
39-year-old Daryl E. Brooks of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, career criminal, should not have been out of jail at the time, from what I'm understanding. Um, he's going to have his initial appearance in court at 4 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Uh, Wisconsin time today. They've recommended five charges of intentional homicide. 39-year-old Daryl Brooks has been in and out of jail his whole life. I saw one clip of him on somebody's porch saying, I need help, I'm homeless, let me in, or something like that. And they, they called the cops on him. And then he's standing on the porch of this house. This is before he smashed the dancing grannies. Going, hey, my hands are up, my hands are up. So they didn't kill him. They should have. I wish they would have. But he didn't. And somehow he took off and got away, whatever. And then um, I, I don't know if that was the reason for him to... Uh, I, how he wound up on the parade route, I don't know. I mean, fuck. Driving through the the the, the parade... Jesus, he gets to a point where he has the dancing grannies in front of him. He doesn't hit the brakes or anything. He's just driving through the people. Uh, military veterans who were on the scene as uh, spectators said, it's, it's, it looked like war. Incredible. Just like that. What, what a crazy juxtaposition of, of, of uh, joy to tragedy. How the fuck can that be? Dancing grannies are there. Their big moment in the sun, walking through this small town, waving at people like they do every fucking year. And this piece of shit career criminal hits the gas, and in an instant, it's all over. Just like that. Motherfucker. Mm-mm-mm. So he was identified Monday. It wasn't long before his career record was um, um, was expanded on about this guy uh, and, and, and what he's done. In the past, my God. Mm. Officers observed tire tracks on one of the victim's pants legs. Jesus. What the hell? What a terrible tragedy. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, while we're at it, Yesterday, uh, or last week, I talked to you about the guy who ran on the uh, soccer field and smashed the soccer ref. Remember that, dude? Uh, That guy has been charged. It was weird because I got an email from Blue State Rob who wrote, yeah, this guy got charged. I was surprised you talked about this last week. It's like, wait, what? Why? Uh, It was a perfect story to talk about. This was the guy who ran on the field. He's a parent. And took it way too seriously. And goes charging onto the field. And lays a hit on this little ref. Uh, they ended up charging the guy. He, um, Roseville, California said it responded shortly after the referee was tackled. And he finally has been charged. He will appear in court December 8th. If found guilty, he could face up to a year in jail. With the possibility of a fine. Let's hope he does get a year in jail. Can you imagine getting a year in jail because you didn't like the call that the referee made. And so you ran onto the field and smashed into the ref. This is the type of guy who probably would hear Kid Rock's new song and be like, yeah, that's a great song. 
I love that song. It's really fantastic. That is a great jam. Okay. More idiots involved in sports. Uh, this lady. Hang on. I need a drink. This lady was um, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area. Saturday, she's at her kid's football game. 37-year-old Rachel Ray Zeller. God, I wish there was video of this. Something went down on the football field. And a major brawl broke out. 100 of Wilkes-Barre's Scranton's finest ran onto the field to be involved in a brawl. Witnesses say 37-year-old Rachel Ray Zeller uh, was seen punching one person in the face who then went down and Rachel Ray Zeller stomped her head. Rachel wasn't done, though. She ran off the football field while the fight is still going on. Jumped into her black Mercedes SUV. Drove onto the field and did a, a dude in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Pretended that one of the people fighting on the field was one of the dancing grannies and smashed into her. And then took off. Her kid was in the car while she ran over the other person on the football field. So back when in the day when you played uh, John Madden football on Sega Genesis... If a player got hurt, the ambulance would come on, actually drive out of the field and run over players. It was some glitch. That's what this looked like in my mind. She goes cruising onto the field and running over people. Holy fuck. With her kid in the car. <laughs> One witness gave police that that person was okay. It, it, it didn't hurt the person too bad somehow, but she did it. Uh, one witness gave cops a license plate number of the vehicle and police issued a bolo. Be on the lookout for crazy 37-year-old uh, brunette white bitch driving a Mercedes SUV just ran over some lady on the football field. The plate number came back to an address and... Uh, the vehicle was right in the driveway. She's like making dinner. Every, all is good. Stand by. Sorry. I struggle. I'm still recovering. Uh, police uh, show up at the home. Zeller was standing outside of the home. Dried blood on her pants. Then arrested. 
the criminal complaint stated um, dried mud on the tires, what appeared to be a fresh scuff mark on the front side of the vehicle. Zeller declined to answer any questions about the incident. She's now facing charges of aggravated and simple assault, recklessly endangering another person, disorderly conduct, and harassment. Holy shit. A kid's football game. Um, the Valley Chiefs Facebook page says, um, uh, we were asked by the conference to host the game. However, Valley currently does not. Okay, so they, they, the team weighed in and said uh, that they're very sorry that this happened. My God. The board is cooperating with authorities in any way we can, and all those involved will be brought to justice for their disrespectful actions and outlandish behavior. At this time, this is the only comment we will make about what took place this evening at the field. We just wanted to inform you all so that you can be rest assured no one from Valley Chiefs was hurt or involved. Okay, so, you know, and I've gone back to this million and one times. Um, if you, as you if you're a young person listening to this show with kids and you start to participate in sports, your kids start to participate in sports. Be on the lookout in the stands for the one loud mouth and then keep a wide, stay far away because they're the ones. Anything goes. You get their kid involved in sports like Diana. She's a lunatic. She's telling kids, she's, she's getting in kids' faces. She was the one to do that. Wouldn't be surprised if Dan, uh, Diana would have gotten in her Honda Odyssey and, and ran over somebody in a parking lot. And I'm like, sit down, sit down, shh, sit down, shut up, shut up. Because here's the thing. When you're the, um, especially in hockey, y'all, uh, a lot of times you sit on the same side of the ice, but opposite sides of the stands. Okay, players on the other side, which I it was, it was like really fucked up because um, you get these asshole parents when um, something goes uh, that they, let's say the other team draws a penalty and the parents are like, yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. Or whatever. And then that's the parents next to you see you do that and they hear you. The kids don't hear anything on the ice. They don't hear that shit. Because of the glass. But the parents of the other team hear you. And they're like, look at that asshole. And then that's how shit starts. There should be a divider, a plexiglass divider between the sides. You know what? No, there shouldn't. Because if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have great stories. You know? Oh, it's only a great story if, if no one dies. And that has happened. There was that dad in New Jersey who killed somebody uh, out in the lobby or some shit years ago. That shit does happen. My God, youth sports, the absolute worst. Holy shit. All right, it's going to be a running thread throughout the show about Jeff Kresnick from uh, Superior Asphalt, who is sleeping in. Come on, Jeff. I talked to him yesterday. He was all excited about being on the show and talk about his stupid advertisements. Now I'm getting pissed off about it. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, a little bit more. Uh, one more thing sports related to update. And uh, it's involving LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart. 
This was the uh, thing that I uh, talked about yesterday in the podcast where LeBron hit the dude in the face. The guy starts bleeding all over the guy for the Pistons. And then the guy, holy shit, he went bananas trying to kill LeBron. And LeBron's like, fuck, he is crazed. He might just kill me. So, you know, that would have been incredible. Uh, that scene when the guy was running down the court with all these little security guards flying off of him, this giant six foot nine, 280 pound man, just rah, rah, Hulk smash. Oh my God. It was like that scene. Remember that scene in the Avengers movie when the Hulk is chasing black widow because he's like crazed and, and they're on that, that big airship and he's running through the hallway and that, Oh my God, that's what it was like. It was incredible. Um, Isaiah Stewart got two games. LeBron got one game. So there you go. All is well, I guess. Those two, I guess LeBron tried to get his phone number, Isaiah Stewart's phone number, because he wanted to call and apologize. It's like, you better. You better fucking apologize, because this guy wants to kill you. Thank you again to my policy shop insurance, the almighty Frank the Tank Fuss. Oh, my God. Call Frank anytime, 616-914-4070. I just heard from Kent, drop the E at a U. Okay. Another one of my great supporters. He works over at uh, Johnson's uh, Johnson Carpet One in Granville, Michigan. Does Frank do workplace insurance checkups as well? Now, on one hand, it's a little frustrating to me because I have talked about this at great length. Yes, he, if, it's, if it, the word insurance is attached to it, if you have a question, call Frank. Yes, he does. Kent wrote, I just saw my uh, biweekly what I pay if I get insurance through work, and it's almost half of what my paycheck is. Glad I got different insurance. Yes, he does. Call him. He will help you. Okay. Reach out, 616-914-4070. For some of you, insurance through the marketplace, Obamacare, that's right now. Do not do this on your own. This is so serious. Call or text Frank today. Say, Eric Zane sent me. I need help on my Obamacare. He'll take care of the rest. Um, You're going to have a conversation with him. It's going to be quick and painless, and it's all free. Everything Frank does is free. About the only time you would ever have money exchanging hands. Um, Well, he doesn't even get it. It's all about him uh, convincing you to buy a supplemental insurance policy. Like, for example, if um, the policy you buy through your Obamacare doesn't cover all the things and you want to get a little bit more coverage, you buy a very inexpensive supplemental insurance policy. Or with Medicare, sometimes people do that. Or sometimes with their own um, health care they get from their employer. Like Kent's, like let's say he's not happy with his workplace insurance, but he gets it anyway, and he wants a little more coverage. You buy a supplemental policy. It doesn't cost you that much. And then um, those it kind of fills in those extra spots. Call or text Frank the Tank Fuss, 616-914-4070. Full House Comedy. Reach out to um, those folks on their website, fullhousecomedy.com, and see the area shows coming 
to the uh, various locations of Full House Comedy, fullhousecomedy.com. If you want to go see a show, check them out online, fullhousecomedy.com. Let's get into the video from this member of the Bills Mafia. If you don't know, these are the maniac fans of the Buffalo Bills. Years ago, they started the tradition of throwing fans through tables to become a member of the Bills Mafia. All right. Sounds fun. I'll play your game. I would do that. In this clip, this nice gentleman is going to throw his little girlfriend through a table. So basically, you tailgate before the game starts, and then they throw you through a folding table. All right, which I think the table breaks, so that like destroys the table. So that can get pretty expensive. Uh, but uh, and and they usually get thrown from like quite a height, maybe on top of a vehicle or a monster truck or some hillbilly shit that these stupid fans do. And uh, in this clip, the guy is throwing his significant other through. It's important that we get the audio here. Here's a dude. Here's a girl. She's tidy. She's getting, uh, she's standing on the back of the uh, spare tire there on the Jeep. He's on the uh, uh, roof of the Jeep. He's going to throw her on through. Everybody's like, yeah, man, here we go. Here we go. It's going to be great. They're cheering, cheering them on. And then watch what happens. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, he missed. He he threw her, and he, he didn't throw her far enough. And he basically just threw her on the ground from the top of the Jeep. Her back, the back of her head hits the table, which can't be good. So he basically just body slams her onto the ground. Motherfucker. L- listen to the collective, oh, when she hits the ground. Oh, fuck. Are you okay? Some idiot goes, yay. <laughs> One more time. I love this so much. Okay, look at that. Look at that freeze frame. Oh, <laughs> No, not even close. What? I, look at the, this lady. And the, she's like, oh, no. Oh, my God. This guy's trying to catch her. Oh, there, there's nothing to catch. Oh, my God. Broken back. Her back is powder. She's getting up, but that's purely a, a just a, a muscle memory reaction. She's dead. She had to have died. Oh, my God. Uh, R. Healy 69 says, worst fan base ever. Why? Why would you say that about them? I disagree with that completely. You realize that they keep going to the games and they've lost four Super Bowls in a row. In a row. I would, I argue that. I would say... They are the best fan base in the world. I got a great suggestion from Kenny. He says, get Stu on the phone. Stu is a huge Buffalo Bills fan. 
if we can get fuckface snowflake Dirk out of the woodwork, he's a, I know he's watching, by the way. He's a huge Buffalo Bills fan, but Dirk is hurt right now. So you all need to, what, what y'all need to do is you all need to encourage Dirk to join us on the show again because Dirk got offended at something I said. And so now he won't participate with the group anymore. I don't know what I did. Who knows? He didn't give me a going away letter. Okay. Come on, Stu. Uh, Dennis says, as a Lions fan, I'd take four Super Bowl losses in a row any day. Oh, yeah. I would take a trip to the playoffs. Just a trip to the playoffs. You realize what we're talking about here. So don't give me this Buffalo Bills are are, are uh, starving fans bullshit. I've reached the phone of Stu McCallum. Nobody wants to talk to your old pal Eric Zane. Not a single person in the world wants to talk to Eric. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry, the person you were trying Assholes. Oh, man. But that is incredible. No, I think that their fans are fantastic. Uh, that's that's what you want. You want those hillbillies. You want those shit kickers. Lions fans are the same way. They still come out and sell out uh, like every game, you know? There's 50, 60, 70,000 fans there at Ford Field. And they're all just, the, they're all dumb as shit. They're gluttons for punishment. Uh, they 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 listen to Kid Rock in the parking lot, and then they go in there and uh, cheer on this shitty team, and then they get hammered, and then they fight in the parking lot. Yeah, that's 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 why the Lions will always suck. They don't need good players. They don't need good coaches. Uh, all they need is shit, and the fans will support them. It is the day that the fans quit on them. That is when they will decide that because they have a license to print to print money. Okay, the amount of money that that team makes from all of these stupid fans is incredible. Now I love the Lions, but I I mean I wouldn't buy their shit or anything like that. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I and honestly, if the Lions ever win, and they won't, I would be most happy for these dumb impoverished fans. That's who I would have the most happiness for because they, they could all die now. And frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if at the stadium, if they won, um, they had like a big Jim Jones event where you drank like fucking Jonesville in Ghana and Jonestown and drank uh, all this blue Kool-Aid and they just dropped dead from arsenic poisoning. Wouldn't surprise me. They can. They'd be like, "We can die now." They won the Super Bowl. They're, it's incredible. These fans. Holy shit. Okay, something else to share with you. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of wrestling. I know I'm not. Uh, when I am, I'm going just because. Uh, the, the, about the only wrestling I like to go to are the local events. Okay, I love to go there. Uh, and see it or you know what if I was at a WWE event live in the front row I would like that just to people watch it's just a fun thing to hoot and holler at all right but uh this happened 
Uh, on Raw, I guess. Seth Rollins, I guess, who's a big fan f- uh, favorite. This dude is uh, uh, leaving the ring. And um, son of a bitch, supposedly. Now, I don't know if I believe this. Some fan attacks him. Check this out. Got the camera crews. This guy, look at him. He's looking all pissed off. All these stupid people are cheering him on. Watch. Here he is right there. This fan uh, supposedly is attacking him. I I don't believe any of that. They're making a big deal about it, saying, oh, yeah, oh, my God, that was real. I don't I don't believe that for a second that that was. Hang on a second here. I got to bring in somebody about this. Hey, what's up? Joey, how are you? Joey Williamson from Hollywood's World of Sports. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually in the grocery store shopping. What's up? I'm on the podcast right now, just so you know. Okay, what's up? Did you happen to see the clip from Raw with Seth Rollins and the fans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, I watched like 10 different angles of it last night. So that just happened the uh, like last night? Yeah, it happened last night, yeah. Was that real? Uh, that was very real, and the guy got arrested. It was real? Yeah, it was very real. Like, he got arrested and everything. He, he pressed charges against him. Any more info that I need to know about this thing other than just some some kook wanted to kick his ass? Uh, you know, this is not the first time this uh, sort of thing has happened. Um, I don't know if you ever caught the story a few years ago when a fan attacked Bret Hart during his Hall of Fame speech. That's probably the most uh, famous one right there. You see, that's awesome. I, you know, though, is it though? <laughs> I mean, is it really, is it really worth getting arrested over? Well, it's it, here's the thing. I, I, when I saw it, the first thing I thought was this whole thing is set up. Did, did nope. you, did you think right away that it was real? I, you know how I knew it was real? Why? Because they cut, they cut away from the camera instantly. Okay. Yeah, they do. They do not want to give attention to people who are doing that type of shit. All right. Uh, uh, Kyle writes, this happened on AEW a few months ago with Jericho and somebody named MJF. I don't know who the who the hell that is. It says, dude got yeah. his ass kicked. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember that, too. Yeah. They, uh, I'll put it this way. If you are a fan and you jump the barricade, don't be surprised if you come out with injuries. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That, that is like one of the biggest no-nos in pro wrestling. Now, um, I was at a pro wrestling event with you. What happens when the scumbag wrestlers uh, attack you? I was attacked uh, ringside at the IPW event uh, and, and by that one bald idiot. What was that <gasps> jackass's Keith, name? Keith Cream. Keith Cream. What a fucking name. <laughs> his name is Keith Cream. It might as his his name might as well be jizz on your face. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that just made my day. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was a bad, bad thing. Well, he- I mean, here's the thing though. You were sitting at ringside. So again, you're sitting at ringside, enter at your own risk. 
Oh, yeah. Well, so you're telling me that it's okay for the wrestlers to rub their uh, a, a smelly, sweaty asses yeah. on fans. Yeah, that's well, what I mean, I mean, you did kind of provoke them. I didn't do anything. I, just, I was just standing yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Um, Man. Well, I mean, I mean, it's weird because, you know, like, stuff like that, okay, is it really hurting you? Oh, I mean, just grossing me out. I almost puked on the on the guy's back. It was horrible. Well, then, then, that, then that's when you like, like don't get like. I mean, for me, well, yeah, like, I would just laugh it up and. Just, oh yeah, you would have had you a know, you would have had a boner. About, I would that, talk about the shit. That's all I would do. You would have had a boner. That's what would have happened. Everybody. Knows oh no, it. no. I, well, I and mean, honestly. Because, because I know Keith, I probably would have kicked him right in the ass, honestly. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, I got to let you go. Hey, hey. You, before you let me go. I got I to gotta let you go. This, Stu's calling me. You... All right. Hey. Dane, what's happening? Dude, did you see the video of Chick getting thrown through the table? No. Oh, my God. Is this a Bills thing? Oh, well, of course it's a Bills thing, Stu. <laughs> By the way, you're on the podcast. I assumed as much. Yeah. I always assume now I'm on the podcast. Yeah. First of all, before I get to that, Stu, how are you? It's been way too long. I'm all right, man. I'm on Centers for Life. It's good. You're, oh, okay, because you had a medical uh, um, thing the other day, not, well, about a month ago, when you yeah. went into the yeah, hospital. I was in the hospital for... 36 hours or something like that. So because you're, isn't it right, true that your blood sometimes becomes like snack pack pudding? Yeah, pretty much. Just kind of oozes out like pus. Good stuff. Mm. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. Yeah, not fun. So um, your blood blood thinners is, uh, is, a, is a regular thing, so you got to be very, very careful. You can't like, you know, if, if some, because where you live, if some of these people stab you in your neighborhood, you're going to be dead in, in seconds. Uh, that's just my postman. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Instant, uh, instant death. So, All right. Good stuff. Well, be careful. Okay. Don't, Thanks, don't get, Appreciate don't start it. any shit with your neighbors. <laughs> have, first of all, my yeah. question for you, have you ever been thrown through a table? Uh, I mean, I've jumped through a couple tables on my own. I've never had anyone throw me through a table. You mean you were by yourself and you fell through a table to celebrate the Buffalo Bills? Oh yeah, last uh, last playoff season, uh, every game they won, I jumped on top of a ladder and I jumped off the ladder onto a table. Yeah. Did the table get destroyed when you hit it? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a graveyard of like three tables in the backyard. Yeah, I'm seeing people saying that you recorded these videos on Facebook. I did. Um. Uh, Wow. Okay. So that's that gets very expensive, Stu. I imagine did did, did somebody like uh, pay for the the cost of the tables? I uh, this is I'm cheap. I think you know that. So I just went through Facebook Marketplace and was just finding five dollar tables or people looking to get rid of tables for free. So yeah, I'm not buying forty dollar tables. No, no, that's that's not cheap, Stu. That's smart. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. So whenever a Buffalo Bills fan goes to a table, that table is destroyed. Oh, yeah. It should it should be over unless they're not doing it uh, correctly. I've seen a lot of people miss the table or for some reason the table doesn't get smashed. Those are the best. Okay. All right. 
Uh, next question before I get to this uh, the, uh, about this woman thing. Uh, I just had Hollywood um, uh, 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 Joey Williamson from Hollywood's World of Sports. You see him at the IPW events on just before you called. Okay. And uh, he, uh, I didn't, I hung up on him before he could announce it, but he's doing an IPW event with, um, uh, with those folks uh, called the Cold War on December 4th at 7 p.m. at Vandermill Cider in Grand Rapids. Is that a thing for Stu McAllister to attend? Uh, yeah, I might try to go. It's, uh, I went to the last one they had. It's, uh, it's, it's a good time, man. I mean, if you dig the small time independent wrestling, it's a lot of fun. Right, right. Now that's, um, that is the, that's the one that you and I went to yeah. with Rico, Jeremy and Ben. And, and yeah. also, um, uh, we had, uh, uh, some other folks that were there too. And the guy rubbed his ass Keith cream right into my face. You know, I haven't seen that guy since. He must I, have died. I, I hope he's dead. <laughs> it's a good time, man. Different place, though. So it's not at that place where we saw Silver and Vanderbilt. Yeah. No, that should be good. I'm looking, yeah. If I have it free, I'll be there. So anyway. You're going to go? Yeah, absolutely. Right. If, if I'm, right. I, I know I got, I think I have a couple things going on that month. I have to double check my schedule. I can't do it right as we speak because I'm using the phone. But uh, I'll, right. I'll double check the schedule. If I can, I'll be there. Um, and then, so anyway, uh, Bill's game just before, and this guy gets his girlfriend. She's on top of the car, on top of the Jeep. And the guy's so weak, he couldn't even push her far enough to actually land on the table. He basically just throws her on the ground. <laughs> was it cement? No, it was hard oh. dirt. But the back of her head actually hit the table. But the, and the rest of her just smashed, crumpled onto the ground, this little body. And she's like, eh. and all these stupid Bills fans are like, yeah, yeah. But Stu, these are the dumbest people in America. Oh, yeah. Yep. Not going to die. A lot of Bills fans are dumb as shit. Oh, God. <laughs> they'll, they'll set them on fire. They'll oh. jump off of buses. It's, uh, yeah, I don't think I would do that, man. No fire for me. I don't think jumping off a bus is too damn old. This is, do you ever see the Harry Potter movies? Yeah. So there's a moment in the Harry Potter movies called the sorting hat where you put yeah. the hat on and the fucking hat tells you what, what house you're going to go to. Yeah. Okay. This is like that. This means she should not be a Buffalo Bills fan. If you throw somebody <laughs> on table and they hit the ground, you, you, you can't be a Bills fan. Right. You're out. You're too weak. Fuck. Yeah, it's good times. Now, I, I, sometimes I think the tailgating is more fun games. Are those assholes still doing okay, the Bills? Uh, they got hammered on Sunday. The Colts beat the shit out of them. Uh, they play Thanksgiving against the Saints. They should beat the Saints, but God, who knows right now, man. They're they're falling apart, unfortunately. Is it in New Orleans or in Buffalo? Yeah, no, it's in New Orleans. Oh, it's boy. And I don't, I don't know what their quarterback situation is. I know that Winston got hurt, but uh, yeah, it's Trevor Simeon, I think, is the Saints' quarterback. He's no good. They're no good, but the Bills aren't playing good right now either. So, um, the other day, the Lions. Okay, first of all, they only lose by like a handful of points to the Browns, who yeah. had won five games. There was one point in the fourth quarter, the Lions had the ball third and fourteen. And they ran it up the middle. They're that shitty. They're that shitty. They got like, you remember like uh, 
when you played Tecmo Bowl, yeah. the video game, um, your choices were kick, run, and pass. Those were the three plays you could do. <laughs> kick, run, and pass. That's, That's oh, yeah. the Lions playbook. So they suck so much dick, Stu. It's hysterical. It's it's not good, man. I love the fact they got a penalty when they weren't even playing. Right. In between the in between the third and fourth quarter, one guy said a yo mama joke to some <laughs> other asshole. And the ref said, uh, uh, unsportsmanlike yo mama joke, 15 yards. See, they actually gave him a penalty for yo mama joke. I, I want to know, was did they get the penalty because it wasn't a funny yo mama joke or was just like, oh, my God, you can't say that. Wow, I don't know, man. Yo mama jokes are great, man. T- tell you what, you want to piss somebody off, just say, hey, your mom sucked my dick or something like that. I'm not sure I want to say yo mama joke to Clowney, though. Clowney's the kind of guy that'll rip your head off. Yeah, big, strong guy. He didn't care. He'll just kill you. <laughs> my God. That's all right. So that's it, Stu. Um, yeah, so we, we covered wrestling. We covered uh, Chick Get Not. She's no longer a Bills fan. I'm going to have to look for that video. I'll send you the link. It's great. I mean, they and, the, and all the fans are like, oh, no, you okay, <laughs> these stupid hicks. Just oh. give her some more Labatt. She'll be fine. God dang it. All right. Hey, congr- uh, congrats on uh, getting a son-in-law. Oh my yes, yes, engagement. And I got a daughter in law weeks before as my uh, oh, son yeah. and son and uh and, and Aubrey got, got married. So that is cool. Hey That's just kinda old news though, right? They've been together what, They've been like together for years. Year. Yeah, they started having kids when Jim was like six or seven. <laughs> you know? It's unbelievable. Yeah, he like uh, it was so crazy because he had a kid when he was in high school, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the end of the world!" And then he doubles right. down. He's like, ah, "I got another one coming, Dad. Fuck you!" He <laughs> got it out of his system early. He's doing good, right? Yeah, I keep trying to and uh, make him uh, have more kids now because I want a I want a daughter or a uh, grand, or a granddaughter, I should say. Granddaughter. Yeah. Um, one more thing. What was I gonna say? Oh fuck. It's. I had it. It was there, and then it left. God. Don't you hate that shit? It's uh, dementia coming, dude. Happens I know all it. the time. I know it. I know it. Okay. All right, uh, Stu. Thanks, See ya. Have a good Thanksgiving. All right, buddy. Brother. You too. Happy Thanksgiving, Stu McAllister. Yeah. 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 Elemental podcast. Elemental podcast. Elemental podcast. There it is. I think I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look now. Joey Williams was like, hey, wait a minute. I want to promote the wrestling event. I'm like, now I got to go. Stu's calling. Wait, before I go, I got to talk about the wrestling event coming. December 4th, the Vanderbilt Tiger. It's going to be a great time. IPW Cool War. December fourth. December 4th, Vandermill Cider. I can't make it. I got a hockey game. So, no, I won't be there. If I could, I would. But 
Hockey's my job. I love IPW. <laughs> Wings guy 71, my new favorite audience member impression. I'm dying. Ha 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 ha. Oh, Joey, everything's got to be exaggerated. So consider you, we've just stumbled upon a new voice. You know, you got Kenny. I mean, Kenny doesn't really sound, well, you know, Kenny k- kind of does sound like that. Oh, oh, my bag. Oh, shit, fuck out, man. But, uh, you know, you got that big, deep voice. And so you have to embrace that. And then he writes this. If he knew that my vocal cords were paralyzed as a child, he would feel like shit, LOL. (laughs) It doesn't sound like your vocal cords were paralyzed. You've just got a deep voice, and it takes you five hours to say to spit something out. One-star Google review for Zane, says Jesse. How would Jessica have a conversation with Joey? Now, that's asking for a lot. Hi, Joey! Uh, How about you get yourself to Fireball and you bring your lovely wife and come see me down in Tennessee? Oh, that depends. Is there a wrestling event? Near you! Hell yeah! Everybody's got a wrestling event here in Tennessee. Every day of the week, any Walmart nearby. Oh, it's my Valhalla. I'll be there. Uh, What's funny is he sounds like Jessica and Joey, but looks like Saul. Oh, my God. We are so running out of time. Where are we? Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me to do something fun. A roast, something nice, something mean. I can do it all. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. All right. Don't forget about JM Synthetics. Okay. Give the gifts... uh, let me t- start all over. The word gift is gift. It's not gist. Idiot. Give the gift of lube for Christmas. I can't even talk. Good thing this is almost over. I said, uh, first I said gist, then I said Christmas. Give the gift of lube for Christmas. You sound like a fucking moron serves me right um okay so jason mays distributes amsoil products give the gift of lube to that special someone go to jmsynthetics.com shop by well contraption light truck heavy duty construction 
uh, snowmobile, snowblower, whatever it is, chainsaw, buy the lube for that special someone. Uh, You can search by product. You can search by vehicle or piece of equipment. And then call up or text Jason Mays, 616-747-0233. I just, I was just putting it in a filter order with him. I say, hey, I need this filter. I need, uh, I need a cabin filter. I need an air filter. I need a jug of oil. I need an oil filter. Uh, okay, send me that. He sends it to you. You send him the cash. It's done. JM Synthetics, call or text 616-747-0233. A&E Heating and Cooling. Get your furnace uh, cleaned out, ready to go, tuned up for the winter. Just $79 from A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. If you need a new furnace, they will install a comfort maker brand of furnace. The best in the business won't break the bank. And I I encourage you to get three estimates. Get one from Joe and then two from any other losers in town. Joe will beat them. I promise you. And if he doesn't, say, hey, well, uh, shit, fuck, uh, heating and cooling. They beat your price. He'll then beat it. I That is a guarantee from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Meanwhile, thank you to Blue Frost IT. They are the managed IT service provider for this radio, radio podcast program. Uh, reach out to them, 616-285-50. If you're in the weeds with your tech for your workplace, small or medium-sized business, this is their wheelhouse. They can get you on the right track. Don't unplug all your shit and take it over to Best Buy. Come on. Don't call some local yokel who can't fix your stuff. Get in touch with Blue Frost IT. Number one in West Michigan, as voted on by their peers, 616-285-50 or uh, reach out via email info at bluefrostit.com. And last but not least, my friends at Prince Arming. Okay. Uh, coming up Friday, they have a Black Friday uh, gun school coming out. And uh, you can be part of that event just by going to Prince Arming on Facebook. You can get there by going to my page, ericzainshow.com. Once you get there, click on events, click on the uh, uh, Black Friday event. And then sign it up. You can get your tickets right there for it. It's going to set you back 125 bucks. It's going to take eight hours of your time, but that's okay because the whole family is going to be out Black Friday shopping while you are getting all the um, education you need to get your pistol license, your concealed pistol license, okay? Prince Arming. You can also call or text 616-204-1705 for Prince Arming. Yesterday's asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics was the crazy bitch that threw the hot soup into the face of the chick. My God, that was terrible. What the hell? So we've got one right now. Who is your asshole of the day? Mm. Uh, While we're waiting... Uh, Hollywood's world of sports adds, there's video of what happened to him last time. There will be again if he gets messed with. IPW puts all their shows on YouTube. All right. Nomination. The crazy bitch who drew, uh, drew, 
Drove her car onto the football field. Yeah, I think, uh, what's her name again? Rachel Ray? Yeah, I think that's it. That's got to be it. Rachel Ray Zeller. What a fucking idiot. Congratulations. Uh, also, uh, Jeff Kresnick from Superior Asphalt gets an honorable mention for standing me up today. I'll try him one more time. How embarrassing is that? I'm sorry, the person you Yeah, were thanks, Jeff. What the fuck? We had a great conversation yesterday, and here you are fucking it all up. All right, I'll forgive you if I can get you on tomorrow. Okay. Asshole of the day is Joey Williamson for believing it's still real, damn it. You can't insult Joey like that, Patriot Nick. He knows it's not real. He, you, you can't. Okay, even I can't even get behind that one. Come on now. Joey Williamson is a saint. He is absolutely the best. And his name is not Joey Williams. It's Joey Williamson. Come on. Don't start a fight with him, Patriot Nick, you fucking dummy. All right. You guys are the best. I'm going to talk to you on uh, Patreon. Before I go, though, I'm going to bust out another quick advertisement because the show is over so i'm gonna give you a one minute commercial and then i'm gonna send you over to another show that's right what's it gonna be this time hopefully not another uh foreign language show okay stand by it's show roulette on the eric zane show podcast What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. 